0: Good afternoon and welcome to Community Focus at JJY. I'm Ken Thomas along with Tess Taylor. And today we're going to talk with our guests from the Family Services Collaborative of the Lakes area. And our guests today include Becky Stadium. She is the coordinator for the Collaborative Service team. Allison Van Vliet is with us. She is a collaborative worker at Forest View Middle School. Ladies, welcome back to Community Focus.
1: Thank you. Thank you so much.
0: Becky, let's start with you and uh, remind our listeners what uh, what the Family Collaborative Service Team actually does.
1: Well, I coordinate the fam- – hmm. now you've got me saying it <laughs> – the Collaborative Service Team, and we have 12 individuals who work uh, with families in Crow Wing County, uh, from early childhood through high school. Um, we have workers in Brainerd, Pequot Lakes, and Crosby schools. Um, and they do a lot of early intervention kind of programming with kids and families. So.
0: And this happens in all grade levels, and I would think it's, uh, different for every single family
1: well it's different at each school each school kind of has its own flavor and how they use the collaborative workers um and it's really based on what each family needs so our early childhood workers um they get referrals from the school district from um community agencies and it's uh Maybe the child is having some behavior issues. They're having problems at daycare. Um, sometimes it's just connecting a family with a resource. So our early childhood workers go into the family's home and they do home visits. And these are sometimes scheduled once a week, once a month. It just depends on what the family needs and what they determine they want to do. Um, our early ch- our school-based workers, um, the elementary workers, it just, uh, we have people at all the Brainerd Elementaries as well as Crosby. Um, we don't have someone at Eagle View right now, but we do have workers at the Pe- Pequot High School and Middle School, mm-hmm. as well as um, the Crosby High School. And we have a worker at Forest
0: View. Yeah, and that's Allison. <laughs> that's yeah. me. Yeah, Allison, talk about that. Uh, what, what do you do at Forest View?
2: Sure, so I work with the students in fifth through eighth grade there. They're referred from uh, community agencies, from their peers, from their parents, from teachers, counselors, um, collaborative workers at elementary school that have siblings that have asked me to check in on their big sibling. Um, And so I just meet with the students either through their lunchtime or during a class time, and we'll just kind of talk about what's going on. I work a lot with truancy and attendance concerns. It's not my favorite part of it, but I... um, I've found that there's a lot of bigger dynamics happening. Mm -hmm. Students aren't just missing school just because they don't want to be there. Um, And so then I have home visits and I'm working with the parents and trying to figure out how can I help if it's transportation or there's other things going on in the home that they need help with. Um, And so I do that. And then I also assist with the pantry at the school and send home grocery bags every week.
0: Yeah, and that pantry, that's relatively new. And You were here um, a few months ago, I think, to talk about that.
2: Yeah, we were talking about the Fuel Up Forest View Pantry then, and it's funded and donated by local churches and parents who want to send um, school supplies or food or clothing to the school. And after we were on the radio that day, the school got a lot of donations, so that was really helpful and carried us through the rest of the year. But mm-hmm. um, it's not necessarily the collaborative thing, however, me being in there allows me to meet the students who are most at need for that, yeah. which is a lot of the population that I work with. And so then that carries into, do you want to come see me in my office sometime? Mm-hmm. And, um, and so I just build a rapport with them each week that they come to the pantry, and then they're more willing to come to my office too. Sure.
0: Yeah. And I would think uh, there are so many different issues from transportation to uh, poverty, you know, hunger. I mean, all these things affect – Children and how they're doing in school.
1: Well, it, it'll affect how engaged they are. Um, when you're at school, it's good to be thinking about what's going on at school. Um, but it's really hard to be engaged in school if you're if you're hungry or if you're worried about where you're going to sleep that night. Um, mm-hmm. It's also hard to be engaged in school if you're fighting with your best friend or if. Um, Someone in your family has recently died. So a lot of our elementary workers, they do small groups sometimes, or they do individual skills with kids. Um, and it's grief, grief support groups, or, or a divorce separation group, or it's a work on, um, how to, um, self-regulate. So, um, you know, you can be really excited about something, but you can't be, Excited for Disney World when you're in the classroom. Um, Mm -hmm. You've got to be able to re-regulate your your emotions and where you're at. Um, And so they work with that as well. Mm -hmm. Um, They work with kids being engaged in school also means they have to be there. So they're working on attendance or truancy like Allison does at Forest View. But there's a lot of reasons kids aren't getting to school. And sometimes it is transportation. We We work with the families to do bus tokens and, and um, figure out ways to do gas cards or, or even just setting up transportation for mm-hmm. them. Um, and, it, and it looks different. Sometimes it's it's being worried about being in school. So the last couple of years we've had some dip- disrupted school years. We haven't consistently been in school until this year. So we've had kids with not really wanting to be there because they're a little overwhelmed or they have just kind of a low level anxiety. Not, not enough to be in a therapeutic mode, but our workers will do some, some skills on what you can do when you're feeling anxious or when you have, we call them ants or automatic negative thinking. How can you put positive thinking into it? Mm-hmm. And, um, one of our workers was telling me about a kindergartner who didn't want to come in the building, and so she would met, meet him at the door, and then she would meet him at his classroom door. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, she she gave me this feedback that she was so excited to hear him say, you got this, you can do this, and Aww. he made it into that classroom door on his own. I love that. And so it's it's just having those kinds of positive self you know those inner, the, tapes. the <laughs> inner tapes yeah. that are going yeah. in your head. Yeah. That's going to carry them on all the way through. I mean, mm-hmm. it's it's just the more that we can help kids have those healthy problem solving skills, the more we can support families with healthy problem solving skills. We have a more healthy community as well. Yeah, yeah it makes sense.
0: The pandemic has probably increased your caseload. I would think.
1: Yeah we we probably met the last few years of referrals to our program in about January this year. Wow. We've, we've really had a lot of referrals. Um, our workers have been extremely busy with families and kids. And, you know, it's, they just, and it isn't that the families are doing anything wrong. There's mm-hmm. just more need. Um, the it's It's been an unusual year. Um, kids have been stretched with um, staying engaged a full day. Um Teachers have been stretched, staying engaged a full day. It's <laughs> mm-hmm. it's everybody's tired at times, and and we just want to be there to support families.
0: Yeah. Wow. Uh, Becky, tell us how the uh, Family uh, Services Collaborative is funded.
1: So. Our Family Services Collaborative was actually started in 1999, and it was state funding through something called Local Collaborative Time Study Funds. And that comes through our county, and It's there's collaboratives all over the state of Minnesota. We also have some support from the Minnesota Department of Education. Um, we are writing grants and we are getting support from community foundations as well. Um, but we, we, we would like to, um, increase our program, serve maybe the Brainerd High School, serve other schools. Mm-hmm. Um, and we need extra support. So if your listeners are, are so inclined, they could donate to the Family Services Collaborative of the Lakes area. We have a website, Family Services Collaborative.org, or we have a Facebook page where there's a donate button or donate page on, yeah. on both of those platforms.
2: Nice.
0: And um, so you're officially a nonprofit organization, are you? We not? are. Yeah. Thank
1: you for reminding me of that. In 2022, we we changed a little bit of our fiscal structure to become a nonprofit profit. Um And in that regard, we're able to go after and look for more different kinds of funding options. Mm-hmm. We have that because of that nonprofit structure.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, it, uh, I've said this before. We've heard from uh, school board members and others that just sing the praises of what you guys do, helping students and families succeed. And that's very important.
1: Yeah, we, we appreciate. We've had school board members and commissioners as part of our governance board. And it takes a lot of people to do what we do. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of support from the community as well.
0: Well, you're doing a good job. And we need to continue to support these families. So I hope our listeners will make that donation. org, the website. Are there any specific needs that you might uh, – uh, I mean, cash is king, but uh, gas cards and things like that, do they work as well?
1: Well, we do support families in that way. So, you know, we have a structure that we're able to take different kinds of donations. We have people that donate school supplies to us every year. We get calls from churches and, and ladies who like to knit hats and and make sure they get donated to families who need warm heads during the winter and – um, we have people ask, what do you need? And so uh, we're always using – we're always looking for snow pants and coats and things like that as sure. well. And we we connect with Salvation Army for school supplies, and we connect with other agencies. And we really try to coordinate those services so that if you do um, – donate to the collaborative, you know that it's going to be well spent. Um, yeah. We really try to make sure that uh, we're fiscally responsible about how we use funds.
0: Yeah. How big is your team serving three school districts?
1: Yeah. We have a team of 12
2: people. Mm-hmm.
0: Oh, wow. I was thinking it was larger than that because it sounds like there's more of a need. <laughs> you
2: probably need more. You need it to be larger than that. <laughs> it would be helpful if for Forest you could have more than one in the size of that school. But, yeah, there's yeah. only 12 of us. Mm-hmm. Wow. Wow.
0: Wow. Good for you. I mean, the work you're doing is amazing. Thank you.
2: It's it's an honor to do the job. I really like this job. It's probably the best job that I've ever had. I, mm-hmm. I hate even calling it a job. Like, I just really enjoy doing this. And um, there's going to be a lot of people listening that maybe will be potential donors. But then maybe there's also people listening that want to connect their student with one of us Mm -hmm. and so i just want them to know that that there's no judgment there's no story we haven't heard we um are ready to meet them wherever they're at with whatever they have going on whether it's addiction mental health poverty um or just trouble finding a job or maintaining a job or getting their driver's license however we can help them um Because when the parents, the guardians, the foster parents, when they succeed, the kid in the home is successful. And you just watch it trickle down. And there's nothing better than watching the whole unit be successful. Mm And again, like you said, no judgment. No judgment. Don't be afraid to call. There's help. That's why you guys do what you do.
0: Right. And I'll ask, is that strictly during the school year or are you around all year long to help?
2: All year round. Yep. We work through the summer. We're not school employees because we're a nonprofit. And we work with students in the summertime. We work over Christmas break. Um, We're always there
1: well so, and in the summer we're, we're doing a lot with getting kids to camp we're making sure that kids have the opportunity to play baseball or soccer or um, gymnastics camp or even stem services the the yeah. art clubs whatever it's it's keeping kids active and involved and, mm-hmm. and giving them life experiences and I do a lot of um, fourth grade,
2: Fourth graders going into fifth grade, I'll do those groups in the summer, and I do a lot of individual tours of Forest View as well. Just, um, I think a lot of parents and students need to see the school, but maybe without the amount of people there (laughs) that could be there during an open house, especially if they're um, really struggling with – social settings or feeling uncomfortable still due to the pandemic and COVID and just wanting something more individual, um, I'm doing that through the summer
0: too. That's awesome. Yeah, and that was uh, an experience at a camp. Uh, It just adds because it's it's got structure and there's other kids. Social skills are built. So that's pretty cool that you're able to do that.
1: Yeah, I, I know. One situation, a worker was telling me she had a a student who was going to camp. They were pretty anxious about it, hadn't been to camp before. Um, She was able to pick up the student from camp, and the student had to introduce her to all her new friends. And just she was like, this was a new kid. And she was so excited that that student had that experience. And and you get to talk about what you did during the summer Um, to other kids when you get back to school. I got to go to camp, and I did kayaking or swimming, or they earned some badge. And Mm -hmm. and it's, um, I don't know, it just gives kids a a
2: larger picture of what's out there and it can kind of change their trajectory too if you know if it gets that deep that's great yeah you know it can make all the difference
0: awesome Mm -hmm. all right well if uh, folks want to find out more we encourage you to make a donation find out more family services collaborative.org or find you on facebook family services collaborative of the lakes area
1: that's correct
0: very good Ladies, thank you for being here today. Thanks for what you're doing in our school districts.
1: Oh, so we, we do it through the schools, but we do it for the community. And we think of ourselves as community employees. And it's, it's an honor to serve families. Blessed yeah. to have you. Thank yeah. you very much for what you do. Yeah. Thank Plus you for having you. us on. Yeah. We thank appreciate you. being able to talk about the program.
0: Well, thank you again for what you're doing. Our, our guests today are Becky Statham. She is the coordinator for the collaborative service team. And Allison Van Vliet, who is the uh, collaborative worker at Forest View. Again, find out more at familieservicescollaborative.org. I'm Ken Thomas along with Tess Taylor, and that is today's edition of Community Focus. Don't forget our community-focused programs are available anytime. They're on our website. You can go to 1067wjjy.com.
2: You can also listen through our free downloadable app, which is powered by Kayuna Regional Medical Center.